Hey guys, welcome to In Vivo. It's Jasmine, and I'm so glad you decided to tune into this episode. So stop right now, and if you do not follow the podcast on Instagram, please do at, at In Vivo Podcast. I post on that page regularly, and I give updates on the podcast there. You know, I post some motivational quotes, some snippets of the episodes, asking you what you guys are doing, you know, interact with me and all that. So yes, go follow. Also, I hope you are enjoying the multiple platforms. This podcast you can listen to on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, literally anywhere. And I'm so happy because it expands our audience and you can listen anywhere. So I'm very happy and I hope you all are all enjoying that. Also, some updates on the episodes. So there will be an episode posted every Sunday at 12 p.m. EST. However, there will be a spring break for the podcast, so there will not be an episode March 22nd. I hope everyone is having a good week, you know. I hope everyone starts off their week well. I say that every episode, but I do really mean that. I hope everyone starts off their week well, and I hope everyone had a great week. The weather is getting nicer, and it's sunny outside. You know, we hitting 60 degrees, you know. For us in D.C., when you get past 60 degrees, it's a little warm, you know. You're able to show your skin a little, so I'm very happy for the springtime coming. Also, by the time you all are hearing this, it will be daylight savings, and I personally like daylight savings because I'm able to have longer days and I love the sun and I love outside. So yeah, I'm very, very happy. I also know that um, seasonal depression is linked to like having shorter days. So I'm happy that everyone is going to feel good. You know, hopefully you're mentally healthy and hopefully the days help you out as far as your mental health as well. Also, I have some great news. So I will be in New York for the summer attending Wild Cornell's summer internship, the Access Program. And I'm so excited. I'm so ready to go to New York, meet new people, um, obviously do research. Like, I, that's the reason I'm going. I'm very excited. Um, yeah, like I'm going to be in Manhattan. I'm going to be living my Gossip Girl fantasy. <laughs> I love Gossip Girl, and we're going to be in Manhattan, so I was so excited. Okay, so now let's start with our first segment, the word of the week. So the word of the week this week is noxious, and noxious is something that is dangerous for one's mental, um, physical health. It can describe anything seen as painful. It is a word that is used in research and in medicine to essentially say something is painful. Now, this word is very common in research, especially in the case of noxious weeds, which are plants designated by the government as injurious to public health, agriculture, wildlife, and more. It can also be used to describe something that causes pain. So to give an anecdote, when I did pharmacology research back in the University of Minnesota last summer, specifically pain management research, we used in vivo methods, no pun intended, along with noxious stimuli to see if the subject or the animal was in some sort of pain or was having hypersensitivity. So now we have covered the word of the week, so let's move on to what's new. Starting off with science news first, Dr. Hadi and Nicole Green has been recognized for successfully developing laser technology that treats cancer tumors in mice. Her unique use of nanoparticles was able to cure cancer after testing on the mice for 15 days. 
and this method does not require chemotherapy, radiation, or any type of surgery. And I thought that was amazing, like to see someone cure cancer in mice as like a research method and not use chemotherapy and radiation is honestly amazing. And it's also great to see that she's a black woman and is being recognized for her triumph in cancer research. I wanted to learn more about her and her research, so I did look her up on Google Scholar, and one of the first things that popped up was her patent, and the patent name was Photothermal Nanostructures and Tumor Therapy, which is phenomenal. It was very detailed. It had figures of what she was doing. It had figures of her devices and its targeting methods, and I can explain a little bit about what her abstract said. So her abstract did describe the mechanics of the therapy. So essentially, there's a device, and the device produces a photothermal effect and is placed in the organism that has the tumor, and that binds to the receptor site of the tumor by targeting molecules and the light energy that is emitted at a region of the organism that contains the tumor um, actually uses heat as well from the device to cause cellular death of the tumor cell. So I thought this was an amazing find. She has a whole bunch more papers on her research. And I think it's a really cool way to solve a critical issue, many of which people thought was already solved using chemotherapy or radiation, you know. And that's why I love research so much, because there is no one definite answer to a problem in research. And that's why the field is so interesting. You can use your curiosity and your creativity to discover something new. So I hope her study makes it to human trials and can one day be used to cure cancer in the human. Also, I hate to talk about the coronavirus every week, but it's the hot topic right now, and it's always something new every day. So first, I want to correct something I said last week's episode. I stated in last week's episode that there, um, actually using a mask was beneficial and enough to keep you protected from the virus, and that's not true at all. Um, masks, especially masks that are not fit tested for you, are not enough to keep you protected. And actually, if you're wearing a mask without showing the symptoms, it's not okay because according to the World Health Organization, they're running out of PPE for the people that actually need it. Also, I have on my Instagram page, which you should go follow, an infographic that explains generally what you need to know about the virus, um, symptoms, prevention methods, content, um, how do you get it, and stuff like that. So go like it, go share it. And the biggest things from that infographic that I put on there was prevention methods. And the biggest prevention methods I say is, one, disinfect all your electronics, your phone, computer, um, tablet, whatever, disinfect it because those hold on to a lot of germs and you can wash your hands, but you could be touching your phone and your phone does have and carry germs. So make sure you disinfect your phone and um, other electronics. And also, I did not know this was something I need to say, but I read some disturbing statistics um, according to the CDC and it said that 65% of men and 31% of women do not wash their hands after leaving the bathroom. So please y'all wash your hands. Wash your hands with soap and water for 20 seconds, at least 20 seconds, okay? Also, do not use hand sanitizer because hand sanitizer does not replace hand washing. But in the last resort, do use it, you know, if you need to. But like I said, try not to. Try to use soap and water. <laughs> um, also to update you all with the virus, there are cases increasing in the United States and in Europe. 
From what I've heard, there's cases in Washington, New York, California. There's also three cases in Maryland um, near me, actually. So like I said, just be careful if you follow the prevention methods. And also, if you're a healthy individual, you should be fine. Um, the virus is not a death sentence. I don't know why that's being passed around as it is. It's not a death sentence. Um, so yeah, just make sure you know what's going on, know the facts, and protect yourself. Let's move on to pop culture news. So, Super Tuesday was this week, and it was very eventful, to say the least. Biden and Sanders were on the top of the polls, and this caused many people to drop their race, including Pete Buttigieg, I hope I seen his name right, um, Elizabeth Warren, and Mike Bloomberg, due to the poor performance in the polls. Now, the real competition is between Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, and I'm glad that people are, are being able to vote. But I did see in some of the quote-unquote urban communities, as they like to call it, um, it was actually very hard for people to vote. And then people stood in line for hours, which is not okay. Um, you know, people are using their right to vote and it's up for the government to provide a safe and efficient way for all people to vote and not just a certain group. And also, I don't know if this is something that you all deal with, but in college campuses, a lot of people are not um, in their state. So absentee ballots and absentee voting are very important and information about absentee voting should be provided way more and be pushed way more through the government and through schools because, you know, we are a big demographic. Gen Z and young people in general hold a big demographic, demographic and being able to use our right to vote can sway up, you know, a vote, sway a percentage in anyone who wins. So I would like for absentee ballot voting to be pushed more and recognized. And we see what happens if we don't all exercise our right to vote. Um, so please vote if you can. Um, and yeah, also let's talk about Love is Blind, y'all. Okay, Love is Blind is my favorite TV show at the moment. Well, I finished it. So it was my favorite TV show when I watched it. I finished it two days. I loved the show. Let's talk about Lauren and Cameron. Like, honestly, I don't really care about everyone else. I love Lauren and Cameron. Like, they were just couple goals. He treats her so well, like a queen, and she treats her like a king. And it's just so nice to see that representation on media, especially her being a dark-skinned woman and seeing her being loved and appreciated the way she was, was so nice to see. I really loved how he treated her, and they were like the success story of everything. And I was also able to watch the reunion, and the reunion was okay. But like I said, I was really just interested in Lorna Cameron. Um, they've been on a press tour. They've been looking so good. I follow both of them on Instagram. So I see all their pictures and they've been together or married for a year and a half. And when I found that out, I was even more happy. Like I love love and seeing them really made me smile. And I love Lauren for being, like I said, representing black girls around the world and saying that you can be loved and you can be loved by anyone and don't diminish or deflect from someone that could possibly give you that love. Also, one of my favorite artists, Megan Thee Stallion, Tina Snow, hot girl, whatever you want to call her, is in a legal battle with her label, or I guess formal label, um, 1501. And she used, or she sued the label after she claimed that her label did not give her a fair deal and they refused now to renegotiate and told her she couldn't release no music. So now Megan being the smart, intelligent woman that she is, took them to court and the judge not only granted her a temporary restraining order, but she's also able to release music and she released her album today, Sugar. I haven't listened to it yet, 
but I will. I hopefully by Sunday when this comes out, I will listen to it. We could talk about it more next week. And by the time, like I said, by the time this airs, the songs will be out. And I'm so happy to see her. And it's so refreshing to see her stand up for herself, you know, see her label. She's actually setting a precedent in the, you know, music community because I heard a lot of people. Now, I'm not really in, you know, the music industry, but you do hear people say that they have unfair deals and not being paid fairly. They're not giving their fair share. So it's good to see her stand up for herself and say, no, I'm going to do what I want. I will be paid fairly because she's a great rapper. And also, it's good to see her in the rap game because we only really had Nicki for such a long time. But you have people like Megan, Rico, um, Nasty, Doja Cat, Tierra Whack. I could list so many more, but you see so many women rappers in the game. And I hope they all are being treated fairly and able to release their music without any hesitation or without any holdback. And lastly, my girl Katy Perry is pregnant, y'all. She announced it in her latest music video, Never Worn White. And she also went on Instagram Live and said that she is in fact due and it will be a jam-packed summer. She's engaged to Orlando Bloom and they are so cute together. And the baby hopefully will be born into a loving family. And I love Katy Perry. Like, Miss Perry be delivering hits, okay? And I've been a fan since I was a child. So just to grow up with her and to see all she's gone through and see where she's at now. She seems so happy and I'm generally happy for her. And on that note, let's take a break. Hey guys, welcome back from the break. I hope you all enjoyed the little intermission. The instrumental I used was the song Whoa by Snow Allegra. And I love Snow Allegra. Like the girl has been killing it in the R&B game. In fact, one of my favorite genres of music is like alternative R&B chill vibe. And I love that song so much. I love her in general. And she's also the perfect segue into the, the discussion topic for today. So the the discussion topic for today is self-care. And for me, when I do something or I'm interested in something, I get sucked into it. Like I fully immerse myself into what I do. And sometimes I will really forget about myself and how I'm doing in my well-being. I like, I will go and work and really forget to tend to myself. So this this story is pretty common for many people. And you think you have to be on grind mode like 100% of the time to make it or to be successful. And that's just not the case, especially in this culture we have like currently is like a grind culture and one of instant gratification as well, which is a whole nother topic. But personally, growth and long-term success is a marathon. And if you just start out running and keep running when you have no more fuel, you will eventually burn out. And like I mentioned last episode, for people of color, it feels like you have to work 10 times harder and that could be draining. And we will keep working and working and forget to ask ourselves how we are doing or just take time out for ourselves. And that's when self-care comes into play. So we care for ourselves. We are more prepared to handle life's many stresses because we are physically, mentally, and emotionally healthy. Self-care is different for everyone, but I want to share some tips or provide some things that you could do that can calm you down and focus on you. So there are many apps that can aid in self-care and many platforms that talk about self-care. One of my favorite podcasts is Black Girl and Ohm. I don't know if you all have heard of it. And it is a podcast that focuses on the wellness 
Self-care and self-love of the Black woman is a beautiful and calming listen, and I really recommend that all of you listen to it. It's just so soothing and calming, and it provides words of wisdom, um, things that you didn't necessarily think about, um, conversations that need to be had in the Black community, and it's I love it. I love it. And also, apps like Eternal Sunshine and Calm provide daily affirmations and guided meditations that can help ground you and provide balance and clarity. Also, cleaning, sleeping, taking yourself out, having a spa day, exercising. These are all different forms of self-care. Personally, sleep, taking myself out, and exercising are my favorites. It provides for me a calming sense. Um, being alone in solitude also is a form of self-care for me. And like I mentioned in the beginning of the episode, being outside when it's nice out and bright outside is also a great form of self-care. I try to run outside and exercise outside when I can. And it's nice to just take in the air and take in some vitamin D, you know. And just overall, try to schedule in some time at least once or twice a week or whenever to just focus on you and you could do anything in that time slot, but just make sure it's for yourself because self-care is the best care. And also remember that self-care is different for many different types of people. So if you think that self-care for you is being around your friends and having that sense of community, then do that. If you think solitude is that for you, then do that. It's different for everyone, but as long as you're taking care of yourself, that's the best thing and that's the only thing that matters. Now, on to our last segment, They Snapped. So, our They Snapped is of no surprise, Dr. Hadi and Nicole Green. Dr. Green graduated with her bachelor's degree in physics from Alabama A&M University and earned her PhD in physics at this school as well in 2012. Her research encompasses the use of lasers and nanoparticles in the targeting of cancerous cells in humans that led to her amazing discovery we talked about in What's New. Green also found the Oralee Smith Cancer Research Foundation after her aunt Oralee, who died from cervical and ovarian cancer. The goal of the foundation is to change, essentially, the pain associated with chemotherapy and radiation as a result of cancer. She dedicates most of her spare time mentoring young Black students and the advocation of STEM at HBCUs. Let's give it up for Dr. Green. And that is the end of the episode. Thank you all so much for listening. And on that note, peace out, y'all.